Welcome to the Punts, Bunts, and Jams podcast. No matter if we are recapping the action from the week before, we're setting up what we are most excited to see in the coming days. I guarantee you will have a great time, so sit back and enjoy. What's going on, everybody? It is the Punts, Bunts, and Jams podcast, and this is episode 32 of season one. So we are clicking away on this, and it is rivalry week in college football. We're going to talk some NFL, but we've got a brand new league starting up. We've got a brand new sport starting up this week, and Cody's going to get us started off with it. So, Cody, go nuts. Hello, Clay Dodd. What's up, buddy? How have you been, sir? Been doing well, and knowing what's coming up over the next couple of days with all the different dinners that I'm going to have, I'm doing real well. Yes, and just letting you know, this is Wednesday night when you're listening and not the normal Thursday because of obvious events. So we're just going to talk a little college basketball. I'm going to give you about eight or nine games here. Some some good matchups, some uh, some teams I said that could be some sleepers. Uh, the, like the first one I've got, Northern Iowa versus uh, West Virginia. I think yeah. that can be a very good game. I've got West Virginia winning, but I do think it's going to be closer than the experts think. Uh, another huge game is is Baylor at Arizona State. That's a good yeah, that's one. That's a big one. Uh, got Baylor winning that one. UCLA at San Diego State. It's a tricky, tricky game for UCLA. I think I'm going to take the Aztecs in this one in the upset, Clay Dodd. Ooh. And then I've got the biggest game of the whole slate is Kansas and Gonzaga. And uh, since Gonzaga is my national champion, I'm, I guess I'm going to take the Bulldogs. And here's another one that could be interesting. There's always a team that's that's just – they're always kind of annoying to play. They always hustle. They're always really efficient. They play hard. They play fast. And that's Virginia Commonwealth. And they are playing – they are playing the Tennessee Volunteers, who were my pick to win the SEC. And that's going to be a tough game for Tennessee. But I, I still think the Vols come out on top on that one. But look out for that one. Yeah, uh, I know – Another one, and I know that there's some some issues that we're not going to have the longest episode tonight, but there is a game that is very intriguing to me for only one reason, Mm -hmm. and that is Notre Dame, the Notre Dame Irish, fighting Irish, playing Michigan State. Do, Do you know why this is? This is interesting. I don't. Please tell me. Because this might be, this might be one of the easier games in the the Notre Dame schedule in the first ten. Wow. <laughs> like, like it, 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 it's pretty ridiculous the schedule that they have. <laughs> uh, let me just. I know that we don't have the longest. No, time. go ahead. The the Notre Dame basketball schedule is one of the toughest things that I've that I've ever seen. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous the games that they play. They play Michigan State, mm-hmm. Western Michigan. They have to win this one. Because then they play Ohio State, who's ranked, Kentucky, mm-hmm. Duke, Purdue, <laughs> Syracuse, Pitt, Virginia Tech, and and uh, there's one more. Then the, there's one more that I'm missing. Pitt, Virginia Tech, 
and Miami. Wow. That's the opening 10 games that they have. That's ridiculous. I mean, if twenty twenty if twenty twenty wasn't hard enough, just <laughs> schedule everybody. I mean, those are teams like Michigan State's can make a Final Four. Kentucky can. Duke can. You know, Syracuse is always one of those teams that can make a run into the Sweet Sixteen. Purdue's an elite eight elite eight team usually. Pitt's always tough. Virginia Tech is is usually pretty tough at home. I don't know how the you know this. The seeding situation, but that's still like that's right. a pretty tough. When Western Michigan, I mean, that's the only game that you can win. I mean, I, I it wouldn't be sh- shocking to me if they go two and eight in this first ten. Yeah, and and honestly, two and eight if they keep these games close is not terrible. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like two and eight. That's not bad. No, I'm saying let's see how they play in these ten games. Right. Let's see I mean, what it's like if they go four and six, five and five. Right. I would be like, well, this is one of the better teams in the country because, like, they they almost have to get Michigan State and Ohio State just to, you know, they almost have to get those two games because I don't think they'll beat Kentucky. I don't think they'll beat Duke. I don't think they'll beat Purdue. Syracuse is going to be tough. Pitt's always really, really tough. Um, I, I, I just don't know. That's one of the harder 10 game stretches I've seen in a long time. Absolutely. Did you mention the Texas Tech-Houston game that's on Sunday? Clay Dodd, do you not have any faith in your co-host? You weren't finished, were you? I, I, I was totally not. butted in. I totally Clay butted in Dodd. on this, and I'm excited about this game. I know. I was, too. That's why I had it last. I'm so sorry. I'm Gosh. So sorry. No, I'm, I'm just so kidding. sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just glad I picked a good game. Um because I think I had Texas Tech in my Final Four, if I'm if I'm not. I think you did. So, obviously, uh, well, I've got one more before that game. Um, LSU at St. Louis. That's all, St. Louis is always a fun team to, to watch play, but um, you never know where LSU's mind's going to be, especially with all this FBI talk going on. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I, it wouldn't shock me if St. Louis won. I'm just saying that. Throwing that out there. And supposedly there's a game that you want to talk about uh, – Houston and Texas Tech, <laughs> but since you're that guy, I'm gonna let you go ahead and talk about it. I got Texas Tech winning it, that gummit. Yeah, I think Texas Tech is definitely the better team. Now they they did really good last year. You know they, they had a run last year, and mm-hmm. do they keep that going? Do they? Houston is also a team who came into the tournament last year, and I, I keep saying last year. The I last time we had a tournament, the last time we two thousand, yeah, two thousand nineteen. It's not your fault. It's, it's a uh, weird time. It time. just feels so weird, and then you think, God, how long is it? But been technically, it's still last minutes. year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't know. It, Texas Tech to me, I think gets this one. So of course, well, go bet your get your house on Houston. Well, and also a little fun fact: SEC Championship Day, uh, Alabama hosts Houston at two thirty that day. Ooh. So that that's going to be a, a fun game to watch for the the old Alabama Crimson Tide Nation. Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, Clay, so, you just stole my thunder. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That, that was actually one of the, the more wholesome moments we've had on the show. Absolutely. So let's move on to the NFL. Let's talk about, you know, of course it's Turkey Week, so you're going to get three games on Thursday, and that is Houston at Detroit. You've got the Washington football team at the Dallas Cowboys and Baltimore at Pittsburgh. I mean, which one's best? Honestly, <laughs> which one's a better game? I, I 
feel like on paper everybody's going to say Baltimore and Pittsburgh, but what Baltimore did on Sunday against the Titans, <laughs> Pittsburgh may roll them. I don't know. I mean, does but then again, it kind of feels like one of those you know true um, NFL you games. know NFL games where Pittsburgh comes out lays an egg and Baltimore looks like they're going to win the Super Bowl. But you and, know, I, I literally said the same thing about this Titans. Ravens game, I was like, the worst thing that can happen for the Titans is what happened to the Ravens, uh, yeah. them losing to the – but I'm an idiot, and I picked the Ravens to, to blow Tennessee out, and what happens? They lose in overtime to Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown. But it looked like they were going to blow them out but this for really, so long. But, I mean, there's one tradition in football, and I know you know where I'm going with this, and I absolutely hate, and I think it's the dumbest thing in the history of the planet. Yeah. It's the Dolphins celebrating after every team finally has a loss in the NFL. I think it's the stupidest thing in the history of the planet. Yeah, like, it's, like why it would really you not is. celebrate a team going? In, like how? Like, do you just hate joy that much? Like, like I was almost wanting the Patriots to win against the Giants just because, like, I did not want those old fogies to get to smoke the cigar and have their drink of. A champagne or whatever that's that's just the it dumbest tradition it's the it's the i, I kind of want the Steelers to go undefeated this year and i i hate the Steelers. like i'm a cowboys fan cowboys fans don't mix well with Steelers fans but i'm so over that 72 dolphins team like they're the most annoying group in sports yeah. to me i don't know if you've ever thought that was stupid or not no I, I totally agree i've always thought it was very petty very petty of don shula when he would always get them together you know, at one of his um, very expensive restaurants, and they would celebrate no, somebody else losing a game. And it was kind of like, I understand. You want, you know, to the extent of I was the only team that ever went undefeated. But get over it. Just be happy you were on a team that went undefeated. I mean, just use that as your story. And they wouldn't do it. So, yeah, I totally agree with you. So you were the first to do it. Just move on. Yeah, it's just very weird to me. Like, I've always thought that was one of the like the most asinine traditions in sports. Yeah, I totally agree. So, is, does any of the Sunday games or maybe Monday night football jump off the page to you? Mm. Titans, Colts, Cardinals, Pats, Saints, Broncos, Chiefs, Bucks. Those are the ones I wrote down. Yeah, I think the- Chiefs, Bucks is probably the biggest one. Oh, definitely, and of course. I mean, even if Chicago's not having a great year, Green Bay just gave up a comeback win, the Bears-Packers game is always going to be on my radar. No and that's, that seems like one that, that the Packers are just going to, you know, especially since the loss this week, they're they're probably going to come out firing on all cylinders this time. Yeah, you'd hope. But that, I mean, it's really, other than Thanksgiving Day and just being excited because it's once again Turkey Day it's football. Just, it's just disappointing that there's no college. Yeah, it really is disappointing that there's no college football on that day. Because this is going to be the the Egg Bowl, the mother of all Egg Bowls. Oh, yeah. And I also – Game Day not going there. Yeah, I tweeted that out Saturday. Yeah. I was – I mean, you know, I guess the Iron Bowl might technically be the biggest game. But, like, the two head coaches for this game – Yeah. you're not you're not going to get this anywhere else like yeah i mean obviously the m- most of our listeners 
are obviously around us. They're, you know, they're, they know the Iron Bowl, that they're fans of the Iron Bowl. So they may disagree, but we know it's a big deal. But overall, think about the storylines you would have had going to the Egg Bowl. I mean, Mike Leach is our guest. That's, that's our big, that's our Moby Dick. That, yeah. That's, that's the one that we want to catch. Like, yeah. If we could have any guests, we've both said that we want Mike Leach one and Lane's probably two. That's right. That's exactly right. I mean, I just I feel like, you know, and of course Alabama being ranked number one, it, it, there's obvious reason there. They bring eyeballs. We get that. Yes, but I feel like somebody who wasn't is not a football guy is who actually made this decision. If that makes sense, I don't feel like. Uh, the bear. I don't feel like Chris Felica made this decision. I feel like it was somebody who was sitting in a, at a desk in Bristol, Connecticut, and said, "Y'all are going to the Iron Bowl." Yeah, I mean, no offense, to the Iron Bowl, but like we've seen this, we've seen this movie before. Like, if it's at Jordan Hare, it's going to be crazy, stupid BS calls that Alabama loses on, or you know, terrible kicks, or you know, throwing it off a player's butt and. 100-yard right. pick six. That's what Alabama's – if it's – I mean, let's hope this continues. But if it's at Bryant-Denny, it's it's usually a, a pretty pretty uh, nice little win there for the Crimson Tide. I mean, it's usually right. usually pretty pretty easy dub. I mean, you know, it, it's it's one of those games. It's, it's become one of the home-and-home home games that we were talking about with Utah and USC. Like, I mean, we've never seen a game day at the Egg Bowl, and this was the perfect time to have it. Yeah, I totally I don't th- agree. I don't think there's been one at the Egg Bowl, right? Uh, No, not the Egg Bowl. There's only been one game day go to uh, Oxford at all. And, the, and, and that was, was the Katy Perry, right? Right. I mean, that's the only time they've ever even went to Oxford. And what and about so, Mississippi State? And was it, They had Mississippi State-Auburn, right? They had Mississippi State-Auburn a few years back. Um, that was 14 yeah, too. Yeah. The same year. Yeah, a crazy year. That was the the nobody in the history of the planet will ever think the first playoffs had Mississippi State as number one. Yeah, and, and Ole Miss was ranked in the top number, four as well. I mean, it's just a, that was you talk about a twenty twenty first playoff ranking. <laughs> crazy. So let's talk about let's talk about some college football. Let's talk about some of the games that are going to be happening this week. There are some good matchups. I, I'm like you. I wish more of them were on Thursday. We only got two matchups on Thursday. It's Colorado State Air Force, New Mexico, Utah State. Oh, that moves the old needle. Oh, yeah, especially since one of them's at 1 p.m. And, of course, we've got NFL going on then. So, I mean, this is just pathetic. Ugh, it's depressing. Well, let's move on to Friday. Friday we got number 15, Iowa State, taking on number 20, Texas. That's a really good game. It's a really good um, game, and I – I'm looking for, you know, it's for me. It's it's hard to pick against Sam Ellinger at home. I don't yeah. know about it for you. I just feel like this kid is a gamer, and I, I don't and know. And going out. Yeah, I I just feel like this is it. I just feel like Texas is going to get Iowa State. Yeah, I do too. And that's eleven o'clock kick. It's on ABC early in the day. A lot of eyes going to be on that one. Uh, next up, as soon as that game is over at two thirty, you've got Notre Dame at North Carolina. So that's a really good game. Yeah, and, I mean, and you, you know, North Carolina can score with anybody. I just don't know if they can stop Notre Dame at all. Yeah, I agree. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. That's two really good games for Friday. You also late at night or at six o'clock, the latest game of the day, 
you got the uh, the Civil War, man. I don't think you can call it that anymore, but Oregon, Oregon State, it's always a fun game. I think it's really going to be fun this year. I'm kind of a fan of Oregon State. I think that that guy up there has got it headed in the right direction. They just beat Cal. Last year was a lot better. Um, I think he's on the up and up, and I think this could turn out to be a pretty decent rivalry game on Friday night. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. I just really hate that we don't get Wazoo and Washington because I think Washington State's – I think they're pretty good, man. I think even though Leach left, I think they've got some pretty good skill guys up there. Yeah, and, you know, after the rumors from BYU about uh, – Cowards, cowards. Them, well, they potentially they come out. First off, we got rumors that they're going to try to – you know, they've contacted Cincinnati. Anywhere, anybody, don't yeah. matter where, blah, blah, And then blah, to blah. find out that – they want Cincinnati, news. but they don't want Washington. You know, they turned yeah. down Washington this week. That just – that don't make sense to me, and I don't like it. Mm-mm. So, the, they the need to take the, stay at home. They need to take that uh, tweet down about playing anywhere, playing yeah. anybody, playing totally anytime. Agree. So, moving on to Saturday, you've got – let's see here. We've Saturday, got a – Saturday, yeah, A big, big-time matchup, Penn State at Michigan. Okay, next next game we're gonna <laughs> next game. Uh, moving forward, we've got the uh, the egg bowl. Of course, we talked about earlier. We've got a game where we see if Wisconsin can bounce back against Minnesota here at home. That's gonna it's, be a tricky, tricky game. It's a tricky game. Of course, you've got the Iron Bowl, which we're when we tuned into at two thirty. Uh, Pittsburgh yep, coming mean. off a big win against uh, Virginia Tech, taking on Clemson. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Colorado and USC, I think, is a sneaky good game. I think that's a really good game. You've been talking about this matchup for a month now. Yeah, I think that Colorado is a, is a team that is, you know, they got a chip on their shoulder. They haven't played that great the last few years after being really good a few years back with McIntyre, and I think they're going to bounce back. And I think USC, other than what they did to Utah, Came out real slow the first two games, and I'm I'm anxious to see if Colorado can't give them a little bit in the Coliseum. It wouldn't hurt my feelings if the Buffaloes won. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt my feelings at all either. We've got a made-up traditional rivalry game here, LSU at Texas A&M. Uh, that's what a, really, what a, why do they call it? That's so strange. Like, it's not a rivalry game. It they It's absolutely just a pushed rivalry game. And honestly – I think it could be a good recruiting rivalry game because both of those teams love to recruit Houston, Texas really heavy. And so as far as that goes, it means a little bit. But overall, not on the field. Not in my just, It's just weird. Now, now, like the Arkansas-Texas A&M game, that's a rivalry game to me. Yeah, because it like, used to be an old Southeast yeah, or Southwest yeah. conference. Yeah, the yeah the Big 8 or whatever it was, Southwest, yeah. Yeah. Like that. that's a real – like – just like the South Carolina Missouri thing, that's so stupid. Just let them play the game, man. It's not a rivalry. It's just they just happen to have two cities of Columbia have a team there. Yeah, and they got together. What they call the, the Battle Governor's of Como? The Battle of Como, something stupid. Yeah, it don't even make sense. Um, and that's really overall. That's all well. We I got, got Tennessee at Vandy. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, it's going to be on the SEC Network alternate channel. So definitely, what does that even mean? Uh, ten years ago, that would have been the equivalent JP. of Justin Pilot Sports. <laughs> um, and also, also, also a game that everybody's talking about, 
and that is TCU at Kansas. Dude, uh, I swear, I'm looking at my screen, and I was looking at that game. I was like, please say TCU, Kansas. <laughs> I mean, that's just it's bad. But Golly, this is not the rivalry week that we no, grew up on, pal. This is not what we look forward to every year. I'm glad we got football. Don't get me wrong. Love it. Thankful for it. But gum. I mean, How weird is ugh. it? How weird is it if after the Iron Bowl, Alabama could potentially have two more games in the regular season? Crazy. And on Sunday, we've got a game. Utah at Arizona State. This game is uh, TBD. TBD, so we're waiting to see what happens there, but – that's everything I got for college football. You know, it's it's weird. We we said it was rivalry week coming in, and really it's basically the Iron Bowl. Like <laughs> the Iron Bowl and the Egg Bowl, and other than that, it's it's just kind of games that we're used to seeing in October. How about the fact that Michigan and, and Penn State are combined one and nine? Or excuse me. Two, two, and and eight. Eight, two and eight, two and eight. They're two and eight. Uh, that's Penn State. <laughs> Penn State, like, there's so many weird things in college football right now. But I, w- I would say the Big Ten is definitely the most confusing conference I've seen. Mm. When you, when you've got Indiana and Northwestern lead leading the pack, you know that that's weird to see. I mean, you know, Indiana's four and four and one. And I, I mean, I guess their toughest test left is Purdue, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is just a, a strange time to be alive, and Crazy. who 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 knows? One possession and Indiana could be in the playoffs. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. So that's everything for college football. How about a? Uh, how about okay? A go ahead. Game? We don't do. We don't really do predictions on this game. Go ahead and give me your Iron Bowl score. Oh, okay. Hit me on the spot. Auburn's going to try to control the clock. So, I think this may be the first time we watch the tempo absolutely leave. Honestly, I think it's one of those type games uh, from Gus. But, let's see. I'm going to go 38-13. It's going to be a blowout, I think. Wow, Clay. You know what you did. What? Jinxes? No. The line is 25. You're kidding me. I, I swear. I swear to you I have not looked at it. I swear. The line is 25, and my friend Clay Dodd nailed the spread, and they didn't even know. I didn't. I swear to you I have not looked at any lines this week. Well, it's 38. Or that's it's, Alabama is giving up 25. Now, I will say, guys, the ones out you – the ones of you out there listening, obviously this is not Tuesday night or something and I hadn't looked at them. This is Sunday night. We're recording this early. But I have not looked at these lines. I came up, they always come out at midday on uh, Sunday, and I have not checked them out. So that made me well, very you, happy. You nailed the line, pal. That's awesome. What's your score prediction? I think I I texted somebody today 47 to 16 was my score that I gave. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I'll, I'll take yours too. Like, I just yeah. – I don't want to say I'll take a one point win, but you know, I just don't want to say. I want to say that I want to dismantle them <laughs> and just in in their program's life and never never let them come up for air again. That's that's what I want to happen. I will. I'll say this that I've always looked at the LSU week as not as big a rivalry. You know, a lot of people are jumping on that, and I've always kind of said, well, it's it's mainly not 
you know, I know it's a rivalry game from way back, but to me, it obviously intensified when Saban came here because of the ties. Yeah, because of the ties, yeah. But I, I mean, for thirty years, Alabama. So for thirty years, Alabama didn't lose in, in Baton Rouge. I mean, yeah, I wanted yeah. that so bad to beat them this year, and I don't know if we're gonna get it. I hope well, we I was talking to somebody, and uh, you know, if LSU or if LSU had any chance to get to Atlanta, obviously they would probably cancel that Florida game and, uh, you know, make that game happen. Yeah. But at this point, it's almost kind of crazy for Alabama to even want to play this game. Like, it's just one more game that somebody could potentially get hurt, yeah, another, you know? Another chance for somebody else to get hurt. I mean, I know that's stupid to say, maybe, but you got to also look at it like this, Clay. I'm just going to spit you tr- spit you some straight truth right now. Mm-hmm. The Big Ten and the Pac-12 are playing six and seven conference games. Alabama is going to be playing 10 or 11? Like, I mean, that's a little ridiculous that, that those teams even get to go in the playoffs. I mean, that's four games that the ACC, the SEC, and, uh, you know, the Big 12 are – you know, they're playing a, a decent amount of games too. Yep. Like, it's almost like, I mean, gosh, I mean, would it be the worst thing if Alabama didn't have to play LSU here and no. just go in, go in 9-0 and to the SEC championship, hopefully, and, and not 10-0 and after 10 SEC games? That's a little ridiculous. Did you see where Kevin Warren's son transferred from Mississippi State? He's out. He's yes. leaving? Yes, I did see that. No. All right, so – uh Let's do some- Sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean no, to go on a rant there. No, it's it's what we do it for. This is why this, we this isn't this. this isn't a ranting podcast. It's, Otherwise, it's- people wouldn't believe us if we just said, "Ah, see, I told Cody on on the phone," but no, we we get to record it so that people know we went on rants. <laughs> so let's talk about this. Will be number four on the list of eggs and how different ways they're cooked. Okay, this, I, can I guess? I saved this one, and I'm going to let you guess, but I saved this one for a reason because I, I knew people would say, you know, how can that not be your side dish after I asked that the other day? So go ahead and guess. Dang, it is my favorite side. Yep. I love deviled eggs. Yep, I knew it. And Dang, that's why, why, did I, I, why did I pick casserole? Deviled eggs are my favorite. That's why I went away from it. I didn't even mention it because I wanted to, uh, to save it for this moment. Well, I'm going to read this. So deviled eggs actually got started. There's a there's a little bit of an argument here. Some okay. people argue that deviled eggs got started in Italy. Other people argue that deviled eggs got started in Poland. Doesn't matter. We perfected them. So deviled eggs, the, uh, the description for such, are yolks of hard-boiled <laughs> eggs are mashed with cream or mayonnaise, mustard, oh, so and good. and then mounted or popped into a white, of the boiled egg served cold, often all fresco. Dude, and and like the little, like the powder that you put on them. Yeah, paprika. Oh my, yeah, paprika. Oh so my good. gosh, just just this put it all over me. It's so nice. <laughs> it's that paprika, man. That why, man? I'm an idiot. You can why put Tony's on deviled it. egg. You can put why Tony's on. Not, I love it. <laughs> I mean, deviled eggs. I'll eat seven before we even pray. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the let's just be honest. I stand beside them when we pray. There's a reason for that. 
I, I want to pray for those deviled eggs because they're devils. I'm sure everybody a magic trick. They're not as many there to live there. <laughs> Close your eyes, open them, disappear, they're gone. <laughs> so let's get into a fact. How about a little clay fact for us? Sounds good, pal. So a study was conducted by the Journal of Consumer Research. And what they found was, yes, what they found was that if you use a larger fork, it leads to eating less. This is dumb. I'll eat as much as I want with a big fork, little fork, don't matter. See, I thought the same thing. I thought it doesn't, all a bigger fork to me helps is a larger (laughs) shovel. Get more food. It's just a larger shovel to put it. You know, in the old pothole. That's all that matters to me. But that's the dumbest study. Like, who paid for that? <laughs> it wasn't me. I can promise you that. Like, I could have done a study all you by myself. You know what? We need to have a study on forks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do, sir. We need to see if the big forks help us eat less. Oh, they do. And how did it go? Did they have people eat, like, the same day? Or they did. They, come back they had week? to. It was one of those things where, like, you, you have, like, ten people in a room with those the glass where they can't see you or whatever. And they're, they're just eating with those big forks, eat three bites and they're done. Oh, so they put them on, uh, on, uh, law yep. and order and made them stand behind the glass. And then, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's finish up this great episode with some, how can that be questions. a fact? I'm just saying it was a fact. Cause they, they did a study. That's not a fact. That just, that's a clay opinion. It's not my opinion. It's the opinion of the Journal of Consumer Research. Exactly. It's still their opinion, though. All right. So rapid fire. So I don't know how you feel about cranberry sauce, but if you yes, like it, give it to me. Good. I'm glad you like it because I love it. Give I love it cranberries. To me. Do you go for the whole cranberries or the uh, the version that's just the juice cranberry sauce? I want that ocean spray can, and I want it everywhere. Because, well, see, Ocean Spray also puts out the whole cranberries, and that's my favorite. No, I want, like, the big lump of jelly. Yeah, 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 yeah. All together. Like, where it just, like, plump. See, they have a version that is that, but it also has, like, whole cranberries in it. Oh, no, God, no. Just, I want it smooth and nice. I got you. That's what I'm looking for. (laughs) I didn't know how to answer this freaking question. (laughs) Oh. I've I've only had one kind of cranberry sauce my whole you, life. And you it's heard the it ocean here. spray just, just what did I say? You heard it here first. He wants it smooth and nice. All right. So next you have up, to cut that out. <laughs> not even a chance. All right. So next up is something that uh, oh, it's another thing I need to know how you feel about because this is going to determine what kind of person you are. Really, how do you feel about giblet gravy? First off, what the heck is that? It is the nastiest thing that's ever been created, is what it is. It's well, where they literally take the the guts out. You know, it comes in a pack. They go ahead and they can throw those away at the plant. I really wish they would. Like, don't even package those and put them inside the turkey when it comes. But like, pull those out and make gravy out of them. It's nasty. Well, then I'm like and I'm anti gibblers. Good deal. Glad to hear that. And don't even know are, what that is, and I'm, I wish I never did. It's it's bad. It's like the gizzards and all that good stuff, and they put it in the gravy and try to make it sound like it's good. It's not. It's gross. It's gross. All right, number three. This is personal opinion because I don't know how many um, <laughs> Thanksgivings you actually go to. Like, I go to a lot. Would you rather eat a giant meal, say, around, I don't know, 2 o'clock, and that be it? Or would you rather have, like, several small meals or normal size, just several of them? Mm-hmm. Just one big one. 
I, I, I tend to just overeat every place we go. Like I just want one big meal, and like that morning, I can, I can just eat like a egg sandwich or something, and mm. and then like just prepare my life for what I'm about to do to myself. See, I just go all in from like the minute I wake up. I just start and, overeating. And like you obviously go with sweatpants, right? Like you can't wear jeans to these things. Like you have to go like comfortable or your your jeans are going to break. Yeah. Like I, I've got to go like spandex or something. Like I got to give <laughs> some some like give for me. <laughs> yeah, I'll just put it this way. If I went spandex, by the end of the day, those spandex would be see-through. They'd be stretched not, as far as Not spandex, be. but like, you know, it's got the stretchies <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Casual, comfortable pants. See, I, yeah, we have to travel for ours, so we're you know we're going all over. So I'm not you know unless I take them to change into them there, I don't have that. So you wear like nice clothes? Well, not nice clothes. I mean, to me they're nice t-shirt and pants, but I'm not I'm not the polo guy. When it, I don't have to wear a polo. That oh gosh, sense. no. We usually all wear because it's Iron Bowl week, so we're yeah. like everybody at our Thanksgiving's all wearing Bama, like like right. the game. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying, like I'm, you know, some people. Dress up to go to Walmart. That's not me. I can't. What? I mean, I'm just. Saying, I'm throwing that out there, crazy. Guys. Oh no! Like today, I went with flip flops, some, some like uh, gray workout shorts, and my high school football shirt, and I wore a backwards Alabama hat <laughs> to Walmart. I'm pretty yeah, I'm sure not, you're gonna. I didn't mean that pretty, straight to Walmart. I just I, meant that as a general uh, thing. Like they dress right. up to go out anywhere. It don't matter what they're doing. They got on a college oh, shirt. That's like, not me. I'm gonna be on people at Walmart one day. That's my goal. That's a good goal. It is. I do have good goals in life. Yeah, absolutely. I always said I wouldn't have podcasts. I've already had two. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Guys, that's everything <laughs> I got. And Clay Don, yeah. uh, as much as I'm thankful for, I'm thankful for you, thankful for this podcast, my family, Alabama football, Alabama basketball, everything Alabama, I'm thankful for the whole world. And I, there's one thing I'm really thankful for. You know what that is? What's that? I'm thankful we don't have to mess with horses. That's right. Thanks, everybody. Have a great Thanksgiving. Have a great rivalry weekend. Hope you get a lot done, get a lot of football and other sports in there. Hope you enjoy your family. That's number one. And uh, we'll see you soon. you enjoyed this episode just as much as we enjoyed making it for you if so make sure you like and subscribe to our podcast no matter where you get your podcast from make sure you send it to a friend because they really need to listen to it as well if you want to get in touch with us hit us up on twitter at pbjpod you can also send us an email pbjpod2020 at gmail.com you can even leave us a voicemail. You just got to go through the Anchor app, hit the leave voicemail link, leave that 10-second voicemail, and we'll put it on the next episode. Thank you for taking your time to listen to the Punts, Months, and Jams podcast, and we'll see you soon. <laughs>